I'm done. I'm done. She told Lady Tonda because she wanted her singer. Right. She's a spoiled fucking bitch. Yeah. I'm done with this bitch. Zach like, threw his notebook. I threw my notebook. <laughs> What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. I'm Nate. Joining me, as always, is this goon sitting beside me, my brother, Zach. What up? That's Zach. I'm stuffed up, Zach, today. Yeah, you're a little Allergies. stuffy. Yeah, it's been pretty bad the last couple of days. You sound better than yesterday. I do. That's good. You feeling better? A little bit. That's sweet. Yeah. Nice. Anyway, if you've joined us before, thank you for coming back. If you have not been here, we are full spoiler. We discuss the series as a whole, and we'll talk about it whether you like it or not. Bam! Hopefully you like it, and hopefully that's because you've re- read the series yourself and then joined us on your reread. But, you know, if you like spoiling shit, then stick around, because it'll happen. You're weird. Why am I weird? Not you. Oh, they're weird, because yeah. they're spoiling shit. Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. Look Weirdos. At Look at you, Jordan. Listening. Ooh, he's probably not listening probably right not. now. Not That's okay. It, not not at this current moment as we're recording it. No. But. Anyway, last episode we were reading some Jamie. Hey, me too. Hey, me too. And it was fucking cool, man. Yeah, Jamie is getting real bitter about this Kingslayer moniker bullshit, and him, Brienne, and Sir Cleo spotted an inn and thinking to actually take some shelter for the evening. Stopped to check it out, but upon doing so, noticed some shit was sketch. Yeah, and it was sus as fuck in there. There was a sketchy innkeep who basically told them that the roads are fucked. They should go this way instead of the other way. Because he was this an way imposter. Is safe, right? He should vote him out. And Brienne, Jamie, was picking up on it thinking he was hot shit. And then it's revealed that Brienne was also on her shit and realized the same thing. And Jamie started giving her some, some of her due credit. Yeah. While also explaining just a very little bit about, not explaining, but thinking, and we got a little bit about his very final moments with the Mad King. Well, he did discuss a little bit with her about it, and then he dreamed about the shit. Right. And it was the whole fucking thing with being discovered by the two knights, and then them leaving after offering to have him declare king, Ned arriving, and then he wakes up. And, and we also got how he came to join the King's Guard right. in the first place, be it through Cersei's idea of electing him there to be close to her, which didn't work out anyway. We are not reading Jamie this episode. We are reading the other brother, Tyrion. Tyrion's, baby boy. Tyrion 2. In Tyrion's first chapter, he was awaking from the Battle of Blackwater with his n- freshly missing nose and new puckered Tyrion scar one. face. Yeah, did I say that? I thought you said Tyrion 2. Yeah, oh, and Tyrion, sure. Tyrion 2, Tyrion 1. Yeah. They're the same. They're not. They're not at all. We're reading Tyrion 2. Tyrion 1, he woke up. Yeah. And was visited by Varys. Varys? Varys. uh, A lot of people showed up in his first one, but um, Bronn, yeah. I don't really remember wasn't. It wasn't Varys. It was Bronn. Bronn came in and basically explained, yeah, I'm a knight now. And oh, that's because it took him so long to get there because right. he was busy being knighted and shit. And then Tyrion, pissed off, decided he wanted to go talk to somebody, so he went to go talk to his father and asked basically why I was stuffed here, and Tywin said, you know, Red keeps filling up, and I did come to check on you once it was said you weren't in critical condition. I went about fucking doing my job and fighting a war while your sister is planning a royal wedding, and Tyrion made the foolish mistake of demanding what he believes is his right of casterly rock, to which Tyrion, Tywin 
was like, fuck you, fuck dude. You. Get the fuck out of here. And told him the next whore he finds in his bed, he'll hang. And so picking up Tyrion too, Varys is humming as he enters his own chambers. And he stops as he notices Tyrion seated by the hearth and greets him. Oh, my lord. <laughs> Almost pretending to be frightened, I think. Oh, like, oh you surprised me. Yeah. I had oh, no idea. golly me. How did you get here? And, yeah, Tyrion's been hanging out here waiting for Varys. He had waited for Varys to be summoned by his father Tywin before making his way into the eunuch's very, very humble abode. Yeah, Tyrion was hoping to find a big old basket of juicy secrets, but... There wasn't a paper to be found, so he ended up just kind of sitting by the hearth and waiting. Tyrion had searched for secret passages as, as well, but they had proved equally Not elusive. hard enough, you little dumbass. <laughs> Varys asks if Tyrion is angry with him for abandoning him after the battle, and says that it wasn't for lack of love that he... <laughs> you're just too fucking gross to look at. He just has a delicate disposition, man, and yeah, you're pretty horrendous, man. And so Tyrion asks if it's true that Tywin is now renaming Grand Maester oh, Pysa. Well, oh, before yeah. that, Tyrion says, uh, yeah, he says, perhaps I should have a new nose made out of gold. Of gold. Which is clearly a direct foreshadowing of ha- Jamie replacing part of himself with a piece of gold. Hey. Um, but I do also like, he says, what do you think I should have it? What kind of nose do you think I should get, Varys? One that, like yours, that sniffs out secrets? Or one like my father that does cunt things? <laughs> or whatever it was that said. Cunt things. But yeah, I just liked the, shall I have it replaced with one of gold instead? And Jamie's going to be losing his hand very soon. Poor Jamie. But yeah, anyway. Tyrion asks if it's true that Tywin's renaming Pycelle to the small council, and Varys confirms that it is. And Tyrion asks if he has Cersei to thank for that. And no. no. Technically, you would have the Citadel to thank the for that. The Archmaesters of Old Town, first, so, uh, first real mention of yeah, them so, getting involved, yeah. at least. And so we learn that the king, the, ha- the hand especially, can't appoint a new Grand Meister. They apparently can get rid of the one that's there, but only the the Citadel. The Conclave. The Conclave may themselves. make or unmake a Grand Meister. Right. And so they were in the midst of voting on a new one, kind of, uh, I think I read somewhere, or somebody mentioned, where did I hear that? But kind of like the Pope, choosing the new Pope, they're like in the room when the white smoke comes out. Right, and they, well that's what um, Varys, uh, well Tyrion thinks that in this chapter, that those conclaves are kept a huge secret, right. and so Varys has, has little birds in, in the yeah. old town. And so they had been debating on two, uh, two or three guys, but it finally landed on a... Tyrell. Yeah. Maester Which, granted, Garmin. He's Maester Garmin now, technically, as they don't, as Lewin explained, they don't hold their titles any longer. Tywin names. don't buy that shit, though. But Tywin does not buy into that Upon shit. hearing it was a Tyrell, your father immediately acted at once, restoring Pycelle to the council to say, fuck having a Tyrell. Right. So Tyrion notes, again, that Varys has some little birds kicking around Old Town. And he thinks, or he says, Pycelle is a toad, but better a Lannister toad than a Highgarden toad. Right. And that's basically where Tywin's thinking is along that line. He at least knows that Pycelle will be loyal to the Lannisters. Always has been. And he says, because... shriveling fucking nothing, Tywin yeah. can easily intimidate Pycelle. And we also learn here that Sir Boros Blount is being restored. Yeah. Blount had lost his cloak, you'll remember, for failing to defend Prince Tommen when Bronn had seized him. No friend of Tyrion's, but he'll likely hate Cersei, and that's something. 
Right. So Tyrion files that one away for later. Right. And then Varys is like, so let me guess, though. You're here because of Mandy Moore, and you want her unreleased hit album with Everybody's her hologram? Everybody's yeah, trying dude. to get it, yo. It's going to be sweet. But no, he knows that. you got to wait for King Chella for that. <laughs> Bronn has been investigating Mandy Moore, who his friends were. Bran- Bronn has been like actively, openly searching for Mandy yeah. Moore. When Tyrion explicitly in his first chapter thinks like, People can't know right. that, like, I'm looking into them and, and what Pod and I have discussed. And so it's interesting that Bron's Bron so, so brazen about yeah, it. I just but, don't think he gives a fuck. I, that, I definitely think that's a, a disconnect where Tyrion is thinking it, but Bron is just going to do it his Bron way. Right. And, and Varys, Tyrion thinks, would probably have way more information. Bron has found everything he can at this point. But... He thinks again. I'm gonna file that away. I can get that if I can get that later. Yeah, he needs something to link to Cersei, but that's gonna be difficult to find. And that actually reminds him of his true reason for his visit, which is he tells Varys that he's going to bring him Shay. Oh, that's not very wise, though, is it, my lord? <laughs> it would be a shame if she were hanged. And Tyrion's like, of course he knows that my father threatened to hang any horror he finds. But Tyrion's like, no, it's not wise. It's bloody madness. But. I want to see her one last time before sending her away. Yeah, because he, he, he starts telling him, like, I see her around the fucking castle. Because Varys says, oh, yes, my lord, I understand. And Tyrion thinks, how could you? Like, <laughs> now, how could you? I just want to put down Tyrion right now because just because he can't. He's not incapable of love. That. Like, come right, on, man. Right. Like, Varys, lo- uh, it seems at the moment, like, he has a love for the small folk, at least. Like, even if there you There could can't... be love for young Griff or, and, right, or even like, Illyrio. I mean, we don't know. Like, right, so Varys could absolutely have a love interest. Fuck off with yeah. him not being capable of love. Just because, because he's not muted. driven by sexual Go drive. fuck off. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. That's, that's pretty fucked to say. Anyway. And yeah, uh, da, da, da. yeah. Oh, so, so uh, then he he'd seen her only yesterday, Shay. Right, and she he gets all jealous because he sees her, you know, flirting with the young. She's carrying a pail of water and... up the serpentine steps, and this young, bre- dashing knight stopped and asked if he could carry it for her, and she smiled and touched his arm, and that had now, Tyrion's stomach in knots. I think that's a super important thing to that. Just we skirt right over this knight offers to carry this maiden's water. Like, and it seems so stupid, but, like, that's the kind of chivalry that Sansa dreams about. That's what stood out to me is that, like, yo, who the fuck is this unnamed knight that's stopping these serving girls? To help carry their water. Let me help you carry this up these That's the chivalry that Sandor Clegane, the hound, says that that shit's dead. That doesn't exist. Granted, it might just be the the knightly high of having just been anointed. Sure, but but that... Still doing it. I th- exactly like they, it, that's not it's clearly not yeah, no, dead I'm, in the world I'm a, I was extremely curious who this unnamed knight was and right? I would bet dollars to donuts that it's a Tyrell it's Podrick Payne or it's Podrick Payne <laughs> no, no I, would, I, would, I would believe it's Tyrell um, yeah no that would make sense knights kicking around the... they definitely seem to walk around and a little Tyrion more and Tyrion doesn't chivalrous. name him so like he, he doesn't know recognize him the yeah, guy and or... so it's probably one of the, the, the people here for the wedding and right. I would guess a Tyrell but yeah and, and I think this is an extremely relatable moment because who hasn't had a lover or a crush and you see them flirting or engaging with someone not, else? Yeah, and not even just necessarily like, flirting. Right, even. right. It's you just, just a touch of the arm or a smile just... that you're like, man, I wish that smile was for me and it twists you up. So here I can sympathize with him 
But for the rest of the chapter, I'm you fucking stupid. annoyed you're with an Tyrion. Idiot. You're yeah. an idiot. You're an idiot. And I mean, this is, and we've been told, this is his Achilles heel, is his right, love romantic interest. Whoever he can. And yeah, because he's so desperate for, to be loved right. and to have love. So at this point, Varys informs us now that the Kettle Blacks are watching Varys, because, excuse me, watching Tyrion. Yeah. Tyrion knows that he's being watched. That's why he can't engage with Shay in any way when he sees her out in public. Yeah, he wanted to kiss her right And Varys is like, yes, you're, you're right. Wise. You're being watched yeah. by the Kettle Blacks, and they are now back in Cersei's pocket ever since being a, uh, given their titles of knight. Tyrion asks, you know, with how much gold I gave them, is there any chance of buying them back? Mm. And Tyrion, or Varys says, eh, I mean, there's always a chance, but not likely. All three are knights now, and the eldest, Sir Osmond, dreams of other favors as well, and he giggles. Should be and fucking moon boy for all I know. He says, you can match the queen coin for coin, I have no doubt. But she has a second purse that is quite <laughs> inexhaustible. Like, that for me feels like an uncharacteristically brutish line from Varys. To describe a vagina as a, as a purse, an inexhaustible purse. purse. That seems more of a Baelish quote. Yeah, yeah, sure. And so, like... That I don't. I, f- I think he's playing Tyrion. I, I like, agree. He knows yes. the Tyrion. I think he absolutely will like that kind is of lingo. Playing Tyrion, um, a little and bit. especially kind of toying because Tyrion's like, what, she's fucking him, and he's like, oh no, no oh no, 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 it's dangerous to say that. Oh, no, I would never say never. that. Just the mere the queen. The thought. queen hints at it. Right. She little little smiles and ribald jests here and there, touches and glimpses and smiles, and. uh... Of course, do, 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 do. what else did he say? But what? Oh, that was, that was it. And then he finishes. But what would a eunuch know of such things? And I think that's a dig at what he how just would said you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, now he doesn't say it. He thinks it. But right. again, I think it's that playing up this. What would I ever right, be able to? I don't have these desires. I don't know how to recognize relationships and seduction and right, right. that type of stuff. And so once again, Tyrion's like, yeah, that's that's good to know. There's nothing I can really do with that right now. I want. I would like to see if we can't move them into that actually occurring and, and Tywin, Tywin catching but them. That's damn but near that's damn. But that's yeah. That's a that's a hell of a yeah. Tile so again, setup. file it away. And he says, so anyone else besides the Kettle Blacks? And he says, oh yes, Jano Slint's sons absolutely, basically fucking hate you and would gladly inform on you to the Queen and. Lord Peter Baelish is back in the city, has people in just about every brothel in the city, so were you unwise enough to visit one of those? He would know, and thus for your father, within probably the hour. So, and Tyrion's like, fuck, it's worse than I thought. Like, I can't. Yeah. I have no move to make here. As and far as shit, and that's what pisses me off He here, still moves is, forward with this. His, well, like, that and his only focus here is on Shay and not regaining any ground politically right. or establishing his name back further, getting healthy, anything. It's Shay, oh. and that's the only move that he's concerned with making, which we're learning bit by bit there is no move to make here with Shay. Right. And, and it's this is pure stupidity on Tyrion's part. And yeah, especially with what, like, because right now I feel like there's a lot of steps if he gets involved early on. That could prevent the the outcome of what's going to happen with him, with the engagement to Sansa, the murder of right, Joffrey. Right, if he like, was paying a little more attention to the Tyrells, the royal wedding, mm-hmm. stuff that was happening, right, he might have had a say in who he could have come up with a better match for Sansa. Right. Like, and that's the thing, too. Tyrion would have been, I think, one of those people who, had he you know, not been thinking with his dick, as is pretty much 
one of the comments we got from just about every listener is that Tyrion is thinking with his fucking cock here, and it's dumb. But if he wasn't, Tyrion would be one of the ones to say, hey, what are we doing with Sansa? Because, right. like, there's the key to the north right here, and she's, like, we just kind of brushed her, and he would have already started setting up something for Sansa. Well, and that's what surprises me is, why didn't anyone offer to marry Tommen to Sansa? Tommen? Fucking Lancel? I mean, there's, uh, Lancel proved himself yeah. in the battle. There's Absolutely. quite a few Lannister names yeah. that they could attach to Sansa and be done with it. Tommen absolutely is a fucking brilliant one. Because he's not? the second in line. Right. He's a prince. Why not put a they prince? They handed with, down like, Sansa from she, one to the other. He becomes warden I mean, of the north. Probably because they disavowed her in front of her. Absolutely. Said, you know, she's a traitor. The high second. Yeah, I suppose says, going into the royal line, right. that wouldn't make too much right. sense there. But, um, but it's just yeah. If Tyrion wasn't thinking, I think he would have been able to. Uh, Come up with some kind of a ride plan. a better wave through the events that are going to occur with this right. book right now, with the Tyrells coming into King's Landing and everything that's happening. But he's done. Well, even Dorne, like he could have sent her. You know, dude, that would have fucking appeased the shit out of Cersei and Tywin. Like, if he... hey, bring Marcella back here. Have Sansa, the North and the South, merge together, and like. Granted, I guess they're big enemies, too, so maybe, I don't know. Who knows? I'm not the fucking... I'm no Tywin. I don't know. Well, right. It's just a what if. Yeah. Uh, you know, but if Tyrion wasn't thinking with his dick, he'd be making a lot smarter decisions and might have a chance of not getting fucking exiled and killing his father right. and seeing Shay hang by his own hands. And so Tyrion is... Well, Ty- he finally asks, uh, well, who does my father have watching me, though? And Varys is... Well... Me, my yeah. lord. He laughs. Of course. And then Tyrion laughs a little bit. And he's like, yeah. So I just think that's, again, another brilliant strategy on the part of Varys to disarm Tyrion. I'm telling you that I'm here spying on you for your father. Right. But you're, like, asking me to involve, like, I have to bring your whore here for you. So it's, that's pretty fucking, is is this a misstep for Varys? Because this is pretty fucking brazen. If Tyrion, for whatever reason, walked up to Tywin and said, hey, just had a visit with your eunuch. You got him watching me now? Like, what would that do to Varys? Like, with Tywin, basically the most powerful man in the kingdom right now. That's it. If Tyrion could, he technically could play this. If he was thinking like his father. And that would be keeping House Lannister. He could have go to Tyr- Tywin right after this meeting and used it as and be a power like, "Hey, play. at moonrise tonight, the whore that you caught me that you didn't catch me with, she's supposed to be meeting me with help from Varys, who has told me you're spying. Right? You just—I mean, you're not getting Casterly Rock out of that shit. It's no, not no, happening. Yeah. No, you won some fucking favor there. You go, hey, you're spy. He's spying. He's, he's spying for me. He's helping he's me though. In me. What up now, yeah. dog? And what happens to Varys after that? Right. Like, and ben, so oh, Tywin's not going to I think around. that this was a heavily calculated risk on Varys's part, and I think he's counting on the fact. I think here Varys is playing on Tyrion's thing with Shay as being the only one who can get him access and all this that I am entirely certain you're not going to go to Tywin and tell him that I'm confide I'm the one supposed to be confiding do you think at this point that he's already formulating concepts on getting Tyrion to Danny do you think that he's like no if I can get him more time with Shay to where it's caught working on some I mean he's always in it for the long game he asked Solerio yeah, for more yeah, time yeah, to yeah, set yeah. up stuff so no I I certainly think 
he's marked Tyrion as a player he would like on his team, but getting I, all the way over there. I think no. right now things are just the royal wedding. I personally, again, I want to believe that Varys actually likes Tyrion, and he's getting Shay right. knowing the risk because you're, and especially because the way the Tyrion says, "I'd like to see her one last time before I have to right, send right, her right. away." He does see that. Hey, all right, and that's well, when Varys says, is, "I understand." I like, understand. I kid right. it. Which again. How do you like that shit, Tyrion, saying he's not capable of loving? He gets it because he probably lost someone. Or he he's had to say goodbye to exactly. someone because he, of he political about. bullshit. Right. right. And so I think that it's that he – that won him over and it's that, oh, we're friends. Yes, I'll do you this one last favor because now you got me thinking with my heart because you're thinking with your no, cop. I agree. I think I think Varys thinks of him as a friend, but I think Varys is a player. Oh, and, he's and, and utilizing point, any information he's he needs. He's just saying – Tyrion's going to do this, and I've told him why he shouldn't, but I'm the only one who can. And I think the friend in Varys is what is allowing him to use right. the bedchamber and set up that meeting and all that. Is I think that is the, the friend part of Varys, but I think he's basically saying, I'm telling you, you can't. I'm literally spying on you for your father. Eyes are on you everywhere. It's a dumb decision, but... Sure, if you really, really want it, especially to say goodbye, then I'll help you out because I, again, I think Varys does like Tyrion in, in that way where right. he sees him as a friend and as a good, good man, good ally just too. Thinking with his dick. But yeah, currently. so that that's that with them. He says, "Moonrise, be here, like, or be square," and Tyrion takes off, and he thinks that the the walk home takes forever. Yeah. Um. He spends the day kind of just lulling about the castle, trying to yeah, pass the time. Yeah, goes to the library, tries to read, but can't, and then finally decides to take a bath, scrubs himself clean, brushes out his beard, which is a fucking mess, and Pod helps him with it, and it actually his beard does help kind of cover some of his yeah. fucked up face. And are then you, he dresses. Are you ready for this? Right and he here. dresses. Yes. And he dresses in finery. Right. Dumbass finery, thinking that he would gladly wear his Hand of the King chain, but that was taken from him. Okay. And then he kicks himself, realizing his folly. Right. You dumb fool fool, why would you be dressing? Anyone who sees you is going to wonder why you're dressed in court clothes to go see a eunuch. Yes. So we need to start calling him Theon from this point forward. Right. That's almost exactly what Theon did when he was seeing his sister and when he went to see his father with dressing, because it was with his sister, I believe, where he actually changed back out of his finery. Because he dressed into it and then was like, fuck, what am I doing? She's down there when she came to Winterfell to yeah. get him and took it even to, like, putting on a necklace or a fucking brand, whatever the fuck Theon did because I don't fuck I, Theon. I didn't understand this bit. Why wouldn't he wear finery to go You're see You're a lord. Spider? Right. You're a fucking Tywin lord. Lannister would be going out. Absolutely. Re- like, and, and not, you know, regalia, but he, he would be well dressed. Well, because he did and say that And he's going to was... see Varys. Everyone calls Varys a lord. It's not like he's going to some fucking brothel. Well, I think that he was saying more because I think what he had on was like a fine evening dress, like best of the best. But, but, I, that might me, be a bit To me, his exuberant. dress sounded like he was going to dinner with a high lord or something. He's wearing his Lannister chains. He's wearing his Lannister colors. Like, Yeah, I, it does seem I, a little crazy. I, again, he... I think this is a misstep. He's thinking wrong. He's so... 
caught up in his lie for Shay that he's not going to a brothel. He's going to fucking Varys' house, probably for dinner at this hour, so why wouldn't he be dressed up? Dressed Instead, nicely. he dresses down, and it makes it more... Si- why is he hiding that he's right. going to see the spider? Obviously, they're conspiring something. He's a fucking idiot here, mm. and I totally disagree with him that this... I don't think he needed to change, and I think that is what you brought up with Theon... He's debasing himself to that. He's right, right. Lowering so that's himself. where I was going to say is it's almost like he, after his conversation with T- Tywin, doesn't think himself enough right, to wear right, right. and look lordly. Tywin Lannister would leave the castle dressed in some display of Lannister colors. Well, y- you cannot tell me otherwise. Even like Ned Stark, who wears those leather jerkins, and jerkins, fine leather jerkins right. with a nice collar, right. and like he still looks and like, like a, a lord. chain pin to a right. half cape. His pin, yeah, like they still look mm-hmm. like a lord. You don't have to look right. like a a beggar. And that's again talking down on the not to talk down on small folk or dress, but like you're allowed as a lord to dress up as a lord. To go to lordly dinners, right? Like that's part I, of the yeah, ensemble. And that was absolutely this jumped out at to me as the complete, it, the same circumstances Theon, but complete opposite. And so it's more he's it's this self-imposed it's Theonism. Yeah, it, yeah, right. He's debate. He's lowering himself to this. It's all about Shay. He's grimying himself up in this lie unnecessarily. He's lowering himself to the standards of this whore, and it's fucking stupid so he redresses in basic more but much more basic clothing to right. not arouse suspicion yep. i guess and tells pod he's going to see the spider and makes his way out and there's a lot more people out than he as expected. he does redress he tells himself and this is that lack of self-confidence all that that self-hatred he tells himself it doesn't matter because no matter what he dresses in or where he goes he'll always be a dwarf He'll never be that tall, strapping knight that touched right, Jay and helped her with the pail again, with his long, straight legs and hulking, manly shoulders. Absolutely. It's that and self-hatred. This is that. This is why he changed. Yep. Is because of He'll that self He'll never fit that image he of the Lord. He feels like Theon should feel. Yeah. Yeah, he feels two feet tall, and it's showing. So the moon comes up. Tyrion goes, and so Sir, he meets a couple. Sir Balon Swan mm-hmm. was guarding the door. He greets him pleasantly. Gives him some pleasant. But then stops and chats with Sir Loras Tyrell on the drawbridge. This what I, I never recalled this this, this is conversation. My favorite part of the chapter. And oh my word, this is like fucking Loras. I heart you. Tyrion Loris. asks Loras how old he is, and Loras answers that he's seventeen. And Tyrion's like, "Well, why on earth would a seventeen? Well, he thinks seventeen and already beautiful and a fucking legend. Yeah, one. right. And then two, he thinks, why would a se- asks why would a seventeen year old want to join the Kingsguard? And he Loris, does note that Jamie was younger than I was when he joined. And Aemon the Dragon Knight and took Aemon, his vows right. at seventeen. And Tyrion says, "Right, I know their reasons, but what are yours? Yours, which is a great question." And he says, you know, you're giving up lands, titles, inheritance, the chance to wed, the hope of children. And Laura says that House Tyrell continues on through my brothers. It is not necessary for a third son to wed or breed. And Tyrion says, well, some enjoy it, though. But what of love? When the sun is set, no candle can replace it. And Tyrion cocks his head with a smile and says, is that from a song? That's Renly. Oh, yeah, 100. Oh, God. And it's yeah. Yeah, yeah, heartbreaking. Yeah. That, yeah. And especially when you think about Sansa's last he's chapter. He's joining the Kingsguard because he has no desire to get into another right. relationship he's ever. ever again. He's giving right. up on love. And so, again, we, we in Sansa's last chapter, when he was escorting her to see Lady Elena, 
she was like, "Oh, we all we're so we miss uh, Renly." And it's I, so I hope Marjorie's doing well with yeah, it. Yeah, and, and he's he was like, just her. fucking. She didn't uh. see it. And now we get this part where yeah. it's you know what and what a fu- I I do like how because immediately Loris flares out. He's like, "Excuse you, Are mock you me." And he's like, me? "I didn't. No, no, no. Like it's almost that I love that the girl child once. that childhood love that he sees in there. Yeah, he's yeah. like, this kid did love. Somebody. I loved a girl like, once, and I had we had a song as well, and. But uh, he does think a prickly lad, and and he said because he Tyrion told him he when he asked if it was from a song he says you are seventeen I see that now and I I didn't see it as mocking I saw it more as nostalgic like yeah, you yeah, are you absolutely. you're you had your first love you lost it for whatever reason Tyrion doesn't know and now you've given up on it because nothing will ever replace that that's what Tyrion thought of Tysha. Right. And so, yeah, absolutely. I didn't see it as mocking. So I Oris do does, also but... find it funny that he's doing this this similar thing of, like, he can't... Because he doesn't love Shay. No. He loves the idea of Shay. He loves Taisha. And he still hasn't quite, I think, come accepted, to grips. Right, yeah, accepted no. yeah. or come to grips with how that's... And so... He's sitting, oh, you are 17. Well, you're kind of still acting like you're 17. Right. You want to get laid, and you think you're in love with this woman. Glory days. Because she tells you what you right. want to hear. Tyrion, I mean, Tyrion went through a fucking trauma with Tysha. Watching Hardcore, her raped, yeah. watching men have to take her, yada, yada, yada. Being, con- con- like... Uh, the, the person he trusts more than anybody. Deceived the way he was, by right. his brother. Tyrion went through a fucking trauma, and he hasn't dealt with it. He hasn't sat down... Pulled it out, looked at it, analyzed it, thought about how it made him feel, thought about how it changed him, thought about all of it. And so, yeah, he's still dealing with that trauma, and that's Shay. That's this relationship with Shay. It's a false, a horrid reflection of what Taisha is to him and what he wants and wanted with Taisha, but he can never have it with Shay, and he can't, he knows it, but he can't come to grips with it because he's still finding, trying to find a way to control the situation yeah, and right. it ain't gonna happen not at this point and so, so he leaves yeah he, and he, finally he, arrives at Varys's well on the way he oh. passes a dog fight oh yes oh, I'm sorry some uh, men at arms were just making two dogs fight because they're fucking horrible people I guess and one of the dogs ripped half the face off the other and they started joking that it looked like the hound now well Tyrion made that joke that it no no like no it was one of... the way I read it was that he got in a, a good face there by making them laugh oh did joke he joke about it? a comment about Sandor yeah the game. I don't like it it was mean <laughs> and they're fucking dogs fighting and shit but yeah he basically he did the gym from the office of like take a picture make myself seen yeah, yeah there's yeah. my talking point and I'm out yeah his alibi he got there and then he's done so yeah. he does finally arrive at Varys's and pops his little head in the door opens before he can even knock and he's greeted by a plump woman a pink face is something amiss my lord uh, and he's like uh and then he realizes Varys you motherfucker and yeah Varys is like what up yo surprise surprise <laughs> And Tyrion enters and is grabbed from behind. Yeah, Shay gra- covers his eyes from behind, and they mean to fuck, but Tyrion says that he needs to get li- rid of Lady Varys first, and he already is, Shay gone. points out. And fucking Tyrion gone. is like, there's a secret passage here somewhere. I fucking know it. But they fuck, yeah. and George so, gets into gratuitous fucking detail with it, which, like, Jesus Christ. I understand, like, we're all adults here. We understand what sex is, but, like... 
That scene was just a bit fucking much. Like, let's be real. Just because she clenches her vagina on his tits. Like, just because everything. Like, I don't I like need that. to hear about Tyrion fucking squirting and shit like yeah, that no, on the uh... fifth pump. Like, <laughs> for real, dude. Like, I get it. He's like, done. They're making love. Yeah, he's a five pump chump. Yeah, so there's a lot of fucking going on here, but there's conversation occurring as well. Well, and they, that's what we're going to kind of focus they on. They fuck and then they chill. Yeah, and, and then fuck and then chill. And, and so when they're chilling, he just thinks, and this is a, another pure moment of oh. how good. Oh, um, I know we're going to learn about it in a little bit, and I could have brought it up there, but I want to interrupt and just do it now anyway. The Varys just disappeared. Yeah. Fucking go on, let's go. Uh, and obviously Tyrion searched this whole room, clearly not the whole room. For the secret entrances, do you think that this entrance is anywhere near the one that Arya found them by? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. if the you recall, mechan- it seems almost like that is this the counterweight. Like, like the yeah. ca- like this rises up, he gets in it, and it brings him down right, there. Right, like, I that's would agree. The thing. Yeah, the counterweight. Or if not, then there's probably multiple variations. But that was going to be my question: Is do you think it's noiseless? Because they didn't hear a thing, or do you think there's another passage besides the one under the bed? I think it's well-oiled, and they're all pretty well-maintained for that specific reason, to maintain that quiet Because there's only a single candle, so it's pretty dark in there, but, like... Ferris gets out without, like, he does the Batman Bef- Yeah, thing. just you turn and around he's and gone. he's gone. Done. And so is it the one under the bed? Because he has to go push a button. It lifts up. Right. He goes under. They don't even hear the soft, like, <sighs> of it setting. Or is there one, you know, where he can just whoop behind, like, the rock wall? He's actually and... not gone at all. He's standing he's behind the coat hiding. rack. Yeah. And there's, like, a uh, coat he's got it pulled out in front of him. And he's yeah. just hanging out. Watch him. Per, voyeur, fuck. They fuck. Tyrion finishes, and as they're laying there, uh, he thinks how good it feels to hold her and how good it feels to just be held. Well, and that's, that right there is the core of it. That's what he wants. Right, right, right. He it wants does, to be loved. Everybody and, wants to be right. held and hold someone and be cared for. Buying her, which right. at the end of the day, like, is what you're doing. And no digs against her for that. You got to make a living. Right. But that's not a healthy relationship. She doesn't want the same thing. Right. At all. She wants more money because he's a fucking Lannister. Like, there is no better oh, well, lord. We'll fucking get into what she wants here in a second. Right, but true. There was, because uh, then after that he thinks, how can something as so sweet as this be a crime worth hanging for? And I just thought of Mance Raider. Uh, you oh, know, yeah. I turned to the wildlings where a kiss isn't a crime and a man doesn't have to burn his cloak. So can I also point out that I feel like it would be less shameful if Tyrion wasn't so singular with it. If it was more just like he visits some whorehouses. Not he found this one specific whore. He's going to keep her. He's going to marry her. I need her forever. Right. If he just kind of, like most knights tend to. Went to like went Shataya's, to a brothel. Went to with Shataya's, a liar. No right, sex. Right. Just laid there just and cuddled and held or, each other. And then, you know, go down the hall to a different woman and, and yeah, have yeah, sex right, right, or whatever. Right. You know, any of that shit. I feel like Tywin would be less upset about, oh, well, he's kind of a whore son, but right. he's it's not married. Right, it's because he tries to claim one and right. make it into and something. Make her a lady yeah. or something. And I think that's the bigger problem. In Tywin's eyes, that would be the right. bigger of the issues. But I just think that Tyrion and Mance Raider would be an that's interesting cool. conversation to have because of this line specifically where... You it's know, possible. And, and I think that Tyrion's thinking about the whole... I think he's thinking of Tysha more here, where... You know, how is what we did a crime in any way, shape, or form? We were just in love. We had our little seaside cottage, like, and then it was all a trick. But we know in reality it wasn't a trick, and Taisha actually cared for him. And 
it's just so, I mean, Tyrion is a fucked up man, and it's sad. So he tries to say that they can't meet anymore, but Shay cuts him off at every fucking yeah, turn. Yeah, he does attempt to say, you need to go away, I can't keep you she here. She asks but... for her jewels and silks back, because she had asked Varys for them, but he couldn't, he didn't give them back. But what would happen to them if he were to die in battle? Are you fucking serious? Right. Now, let's... And again, this is thinking within context of this world here. You're a whore. You are not royalty. You are not a lady. Yes, you are You are fucking a man with a lot of money, and you could technically afford it. And that's just like Elia and Chataya. They could probably afford to dress in that shit. That's the only reason you're doing this, but you... You aren't a lady. So even if you're dressed like one, you don't you shouldn't be at those feasts. You're not technically welcome there. So who do you think you are? Well that and like um hey, how about a thought for the man who died? Right? And not just what happens to your jewels and silks. Like Tyrion doesn't even fucking acknowledge that. He's he says, "Well, I'm still here." So Basically, your silks and jewels are still somewhere. Yeah, but she obviously cares more about them right there. She, You can see she's cared about the jewels, the silks, more than him Yeah, ever. Right. So Tyrion tells her, Shay, my father, everything, you have to go away. Can I go to the royal wedding? Doesn't even acknowledge that he says that. Simon Star-Eyes says that there will be doves and bears and it'll be a fucking grand affair. It'll be amazing. Simon Star-Eyes. And Tyrion's like, God... Damn it, I forgot about the fucking singer. Simon Silvertongue. And he's like, how the hell did you talk to her? And she says, well, I told Lady Tonda about him. I'm done. I'm done. She told Lady Tonda because she wanted her singer. Right. She's a spoiled fucking bitch. Yeah. I'm done with this bitch. Zach like, threw his notebook. I threw my notebook. It scared me, she's guys. A, she's a fucking handmaiden, and she's going to Lady Tonda like, ooh, your daughter, who I mock for being raped incessantly, fucking would benefit from this singer when all it is is I want him nearby because he fills my head like Tyrion things with these fucking stupid stories. Like... Fuck Shay, dude. Fuck Shay. I don't care. I'm all for sex workers doing their thing. I'm all for people owning, fucking using sex as a weapon if they want to use it. I'm all for people being fucking all about their own interests in this fucking world. Fuck Shay. She's a fucking bitch. I don't like her. I'm glad Tyrion chokes the fucking shit out of her and she dies. Fuck her. So yeah, she is very entitled. She's super entitled. Cause Fuck yeah, you. that's it. She, as you mentioned, she's a handmaiden going to lady, the lady Tonda. Right. You, you, and technically, she almost makes it sound like it's this. Oh, like to said, the baby. The baby would love this singer. But then that she I makes the thing good. about like, oh yeah, Lawless doesn't want to go to the fucking royal wedding. But I told her you're not gonna get raped in front of the fucking in the king's royal fucking key. Jeez. Like, fuck you, Shay. PTSD much? Bitch? I like, and like, I understand uh, some of our listeners have mentioned that you know Shay to acknowledge that rape could happen is to sort of be like a weakness for Shay, so she does that intentionally. I don't, you're fucking heartless. You're a heartless bitch if you're telling someone who's been raped, like, fuck off, suck it up, we're going to the wedding because you're not going to be raped in front of the king. This is fucking Joffrey's court, bitch. Do you understand what happens 
to sex workers or peop- anyone, really, who pisses him well, off. Well, that's it. Technically, she very well could get raped Shay is here. clueless. Shay is fucking clueless. Yeah. She's stupid. She doesn't know how to play the game well. She did well to get here, but then she fucking botched it. And she sucks. Shay, you suck. Shay, you fucking suck. So Tyrion thinks to himself and wonders... Am I as big a fool as my father thinks I am? I was just skipping ahead because I thought that that was kind of funny right. that he's laying with that. Yeah. And still, like, as she's doting on this singer, this guy who's just known yeah, for, yeah. like, what the And fuck? all the shit he says about the wedding, she's still insisting on going. And then she goes and sucks Tyrion off, basically saying, I won't wear any underclothes at the wedding. I'll sit in a dark corner. You can come find me whenever. And then she sucks Tyrion off. And then when she's done, she asks again if she can go. So, one chapter ago, we were told that Jamie Lannister joined the Kingsguard because he was asked by his sister. Then she spent a weekend fucking him yeah. to get him to do it. That's uh... You ain't Cersei, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Because so... you failed. You still don't go to the royal wedding, you fucking bitch. At the I same time... Shay. She just said that she will make sure she's available for fucking during the party, yeah. the feast, sitting in a corner. That's the last thing he, with her, his father sitting in right, that room. Right, right. Let's just sneak off. Like they're not gonna watch tear. Like every well, that, eye, yeah. And she was see. like, "Oh, I'll dress up. They won't even know that I'm not a noble." And he's like, "Everyone there will know you're not a fucking noble. Everyone. Like everyone there." So. Yeah, cliche is clueless. She's fuck yeah. and, and like I don't know if it's willful ignorance or if it's just straight up she's fucking dumb. I think it's she's really she had that small time where she was at the manse where she was able to and protected by the the clansmen. She got to dress as lavishly as she wanted, eat, drink what she wanted. She was living the life just to go back to handmaiden. And then he made all those promises of getting her back there. She she grew used to it. Mm. And now it's this, oh, well, I had it. He's promised it. I'm entitled to it. And while I, I would say at this point in her defense, she's, she's almost not been paid since she's left that manse, technically speaking. She's been forced to be a handmaiden. Right. She's a sex worker, not a handmaiden. So he is forcing her to take this role that she doesn't right, right, right. isn't for her. I, I mean, I, I, I again, I'm not saying that anything right. she does is okay. Tyrion, no, Tyrion's a monster in this chapter but, too. And but. that's it. So if she's doing that, it's not like he's giving her gold dragons because what's she going to spend them on here? She's not allowed to wear the silks and jewels. Right. So he's got all this payment that he's like, no, no, no. You keep fucking me whenever I feel like visiting. You keep working for this as you see her dumb, fucked up. You right, know, but, but right here, he's saying, you have to go. Right, and like, she's not listening. And she's not having it at all. Well, I, she still wants those the, the stuff, which now I think she's not looking at it as the way that I but laid it out. we all know that Tyrion is going to give her a severance. Well, absolutely. He's not going to, and she knows that. Right. Like, he's not going to send her she off She wants it none. now. Yeah, she, and then to, she, she wants to she flaunt it. She wants the lifestyle. Right. She does not want to leave. She wants to be a part of this, and you die for it. You suck at playing the Game of Thrones, Shay. Yeah, yeah. And so. like, and, and listeners, please, if someone can make me not hate Shay by explaining it in a way that maybe I'm not seeing, but see, that's this the only whole way... chapter to me is showing how the only one how volatile see. these two are together, and how dumb they are when they're right. together. Yeah, I because that's the only real the major argument I can see for her is that she's been stuck here. Doing work oh, on paid for months and months, and so I do feel as though 
I think she's stupid in trying to go to this feast. I think she's 100% entitled to her silks and gowns and I, gems. I don't at all disagree Not that she here. should she should be compensated right. for every everything. But I do think she's making terrible decisions in her... You want to be flamboyant but and she, all? Yeah, go to Bravo's. Right. She wants the go silks to and jewels to wear like them around Reese. King's Landing, and that can't happen. King's Landing's not the place they to both do it die. with Tyrion. They both die. Tyrion will pay you well to leave this continent. Go elsewhere. And there's better places to do it. Like, go to Leeds. Right. Like, where you could be a fucking goddess in your trade. Right, right, right. Go to fucking Bravos, where you can live these lavish, extravagant lifestyles and and go to theaters. she says later that she likes being his whore. Start a brothel in Lease if you like being a whore and you want yourself to You'll be regarded as a priestess. You'll you'll have respect and you'll be this beautiful, look at her always in her gems and her silks. She's the But she wants to stay here. But she wants to stay here. And you don't, I mean, it sounds fucked up, but you don't belong here because you can't assimilate into the way things are done. Here you are a whore. You need to go some. I mean, and who are we to say that she? You have to leave. It's the safest thing. Tyrion right. is trying to keep to you alive. To get what she wants, but, which what by what she's shown, which is to live this lavish lifestyle, uh, accessorized with gems and silks, and flaunt it. Clearly, she wants to flaunt it and wants everyone to see her in it. And royal balls, royal weddings, Lise and Bravo. So there you go. That's your that's your solution. They party. They have great times. You dress eccentrically. You you'd be fucking set, but you're choosing to stay here, and right. I mean willingly or not, like there we go. And so yeah, they that's pretty much that. Tyrion gets up and kind of does another sweep around the room looking for the. He notes that he wishes he could. He wishes he could bring her to the wedding. Oh sure, give her the silks that she wants, the gems that she wants. I also think he wishes her, she was Tysha. And so well, right, invite her to his bedchamber openly, address their relationship, but he could not see her hanged. Which I just love that line, considering he's the one that's right. going to choke the life out of her. But he lit another candle and began searching again for some more hidden doors. And she, she tells him where it is. Yep. She sees it. The secret steps are under the bed. Varys pushes in a certain place, and it floats right up. He says it's magic, and Tyrion's like, yeah, a counterweight spell, probably. Fuck, counterweight spell? <laughs> Learned that in level But Shay's one. like, all right. I should probably get going back. Lawless sometimes wake up, wakes up in the middle of the night asking for me, and Tyrion's like, yeah, well, dress and wait for Varys. He's probably listening to everything we said, and of course he is because he's behind the coat rack. Right. And he never left. <laughs> he's just, <sitting> there. <laughs> just little giggles while they're getting it. <clears throat> and uh, Tyrion, uh, as he goes to head out, Shay puts a finger on his lips and says that she knows she can never be his lady and that it doesn't matter because she likes being his whore. Just keep me, my lion, and keep me safe. And that there it is. Keep me. I want to stay here. It's not. She's not doing this against her will. She's not angry that she's not getting paid for her services. She wants to be here. She wants him to keep her here because... He's the only one that will continue to... Well, like, to, to her, there's something attractive in this sneaking around with Varys, attending Lawless. So, like... I don't buy that she's pissed that she's not been compensated. She wants, She's right where she wants to be. I don't think, like I said, that it's necessarily that she's aware or pissed about it because she thinks she's going to be compensated. But especially with, like, her move with sleeping with Tywin, it's, uh, it's I don't think it's so much about the, the money at that point and the, 
like you said, there's that excitement it's in doing status. something. Yeah, it's that you. Oh, you're coming now. I know that Tyrion. I'm staying with Tyrion because I can't just go to any of these jumps, jump up nights that were just made and get nearly as much as I could from you. Right. Then to have Tywin himself. Well, fuck. What what could Tyrion ever offer me that Tywin can't? Nothing. Right. Nothing. Right. So, yeah, she says, you know, keep me safe. And he says, I will, he promised. Idiot. And thinks, fool, fool, the voice inside him screamed. You came here to send her away. The walk back is long and lonely on the boulevard of broken dreams. And Pod is asleep. I walked a lonely road. <laughs> when Tyrion uh, gets back, but Tyrion wakes him up and tells him to fetch Bronn. Pod doesn't recognize I the love name his at like, first. Bro- do you want me to get him? No, I just wanted to wake you up so we could chit-chat, you know, have a good time. and uh, Talk about fashion. Pod all but ran from the room, and Tyrion thinks, am I really that monstrous? But half the night had passed, and Tyrion's three wine glasses in before Bronn shows up, and Bronn hopes that there is a damn good reason he was pulled from Shataya's. This walk-in scene just reminds me, like, he is exuding Sawyer from Lost when oh, he walks in fuck here. fuck yes, Like, he is. there better be a good goddamn reason. That I'm being woke up in the middle of my sleep fuck fest at Elias. Tyrion, Ch- Shatayas. Shatayas Tyrion with Elias. annoyed at the mention of Shatayas. And Bronn grins and thinks, yes, no more back alley brothels for me. Now it's Elias and Mari in the same feather bed with Sir Bronn of the Blackwater in between. And it's, I, it's almost endearing that, like, again, Tyrion's protective. But at the same time, it's like, dude, fuck off. Yeah. Dude, fuck off. They're not your property. She's not yours. She knows what she's doing. Right. And she was doing it the whole time that you, like, right. yeah, she, she would exactly learn. Right. And her, when she used that time, she would learn. She's going to find other time to do that. Right. That wasn't something she exclusively did. Now, oh, now that Lord Tyrion's allowing me to not get fucked by him, I can learn to read. Thank you, my lord. Yeah. Like, no, it's nothing like that. She still works. She probably goes to fucking class after hours, you know, maybe gets a coffee with her college friends before, you know, the next class, but fuck you, Tyrion. Yo, and she, they're like, informers for Varys. Yes, I would think so. I okay. mean, they've got the the little secret right. passageway there that they've got all. If not informers, at least you know confidants. They work They'll together. Exchange some info every now. I would and then. think they're not enemies if they are right. allowed to use that the way they do. Right. Okay. That's that's where I was basically at with it as well. Yeah. So. Tyrion, we also learned that Tyrion had sent over a jade and silver necklace and a pair of matching bracelets as apology for Cersei taking Elia, but he dares not go in person because he's being watched. Right, and, and that, again, they th- they think that she's his whore. Right. If he goes and visits her, they're dead. She, she's getting hit. Yeah, she's dead. And so Tyrion tells Bronn, he thinks, well, this is fruitless anyway, getting pissed over Shataya and Elia. So he tells Bronn there is a singer. Simon Silvertongue, he calls himself, and he plays for Lady Tonda's daughter sometimes. And Bronn says, what of him? Kill him, Tyrion wanted to say so bad. But the guy hadn't actually done anything wrong. Right. He just sung some songs. And filled Shay's head with doves and dancing bears. But Tyrion tells him, find him. Find him before someone else does. And that's the end of Tyrion, too. Oh, yeah. here we go. Not at all fun chapter, because Tyrion's making lots of mistakes. Very much And so. after such a high of Clash of Kings, Shay vehemently became a very disliked character for me in that chapter. Because Seriously. Because she just, her colors became clear. She 
would rather stay here stupidly instead of getting what she wants. Well, I mean, obviously what she wants is to be here, but you could live the lifestyle that you're begging Tyrion for almost easily at this point. You did everything right up to this point. Everything right up to this point. But you're going to botch it here because you get greedy in my eyes. She, yeah. she got greedy and she... Her eyes are bigger than her fucking stomach she on this too one. Close right. to the sun. And yeah, you're going to end up going from the the cub to the lion father and you die for it. You die. And so we'll convene our small council, get yeah. some thoughts and inductees for this chapter and we'll catch you guys there. Welcome to the Small Council. What up? Not featuring Grandmeister Pycelle, because no, we still don't like that son of a bitch. And you know what? Fuck Boros Blount, too. He can't come nope. here, either. He's, he's not, not on the council. Either. He's no. in the Kingsguard. Yeah, but, but he's not reinstated there, either. Fuck him. So, man, an interesting chapter. Uh, I got a little heated at Shay. I'm not going to apologize for it, because fuck Shay, but you got an inductee? Oh, uh, no. Do you have one? I do. Mine's okay. going to go to Lady Varys. Oh, yeah, nice. Because, like... At first, I like I was like, "What? What is this? What?" Is-? And then when Tyrion got we annoyed, never, uh, only when Tyrion got annoyed was I like, "Oh, that's very." We never did actually touch upon that he thought for a moment that he brought Lawless there, right? Instead, and like that had actually occurred to me when it was this plump. She's I'm like, matronly Lawless? looking, so that's how he got Shay. Is that how the disguise he oh, yeah, wore to get into sense. Lady Tonda's? Yeah, actually, that makes sense. Matronly checking up on pregnant Duh. Lawless. See, I had thought that it was dumbly. Dumbly. I'm using all sorts of cool real words. Um, ignorantly, I was thinking that he was leaving specifically to accomplish a task dressed like that. Right. I didn't think that, and that would make a lot of sense. Fulfilled the task yeah, there. to go like, and get shit, Like, it seemed bro- like they had just gotten right. back. Yeah, yeah, right. And so, yeah, I'm guessing that that's the disguise he wore to probably acting like he was checking in on Lawless, his pregnancy, and yada, 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 and then as, like, the matron, the midwife type thing. So, yeah, Lady Varys, Tight. and then just... I really love the idea that we changed it into. He doesn't leave the room. He He's just, in the coat rack. Yeah, he runs behind the fake plant and he's just standing there. So Lady Varys, and I loved that Tyrion said he wants Lady Varys gone. And yeah, 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 he is. And so she's gone. Lady Varys. Nice. Uh, I'm going to give mine to Sir Loras Tyrell. Loras. Um, just because that that poor kid can't that catch a break. That candle line, man. Dude, that was just like <laughs> it's devastating. And it the the, the like the way that Tyrion. Is that from a song? Like it almost think, like is it? This, do you think it is? Um, or do you think it's? I think that's seventeen-year-old emo heart. poet. Like yeah. yeah, like he's been writing some fucking Ice poetry. Burns as hot as yeah. fire. And so yeah, that's what I think that was. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it was just—it's a very good line. It's a poignant like, line. Yeah. And for him, like it's and knowing the vows he took for the Kingsguard, it just—it's that much more poetic. Right. And so, especially like I said, I brought it up during the chapter. The fact that Sansa was really hammering it in. <laughs> yeah. She's probably not the only one. Like oh, we, no, we no, shit no. on Sansa Everybody's a lot for being naive. Doing like I mean, yes, a good majority of people that are in the game, playing the Game of Thrones, are aware that Loras and Renly were fucking. But a, ma- a majority yeah. of the small folk, while it might be rumored, oh, tell your sister I'm sorry for her loss. Right, Lord Renly be... was very kindly. Right, exactly. And Loras is the one just who... sitting there biting his fucking <sighs> tongue. Yeah, like can't. Yeah, and so and then the fact that like yeah, his committal to the Kingsguard for Joffrey is basically him saying Jamie Lannister. Is I'm all well. out of love. Like, it's that reverse of Lannister. Yeah. Jamie, like where Jamie started for lack of for, love, yeah, and for lack of love, yeah. I'll never love again. I'm all out of love. 
I'm so lost without you. Yeah. All right, enough of that. So those are our inductees. We did get plenty from you lovely listeners. Yeah, I'll read the first one since my phone's getting ready cool. to Cool, yeah, die. your phone's a little quicker and than mine anyway, because uh, I don't have mine out. Oh. So I'll be starting with Julian. Julian. Hola. Hope you guys are doing good. Jesus Christ, the downfall goes on. <laughs> Is really Simon Silvertongue the problem? Right, yeah. right. Well, no, no, no. Like, I, mean, I, I think that's fucking. What? Why are you zoning in on this, Tyrion? Right. right now, right here, right, Julian. Spot on. Beautiful inductee. Let's say Sir Bronn. Fuck yeah. Living his oh, best yeah, life yeah, now yeah. that he's a knight. Good for him. Valar Bronn Eris. That's a very, very good point that I actually had meant to bring up. That because we had touched upon it. Like, why not? Why? Why would Tyrion? Like, Tyrion is upset that. I mean, again, there's gonna be that. That guilt, of, not even guilt, that jealousy of like, I saved the city, it's that poor me. Yeah, yeah. Everyone else is getting benefited and reaping their rewards. Right. But here I am getting fired. It's because you're so stuck on this shit. Tyrion, you have Sir Bronn of the Blackwater literally answering to you. Right. Like, and, and again, I'd like to just throw it out there that Bronn is the not greedy version of Shay. Because Bronn is a sellsword, essentially. Right. One of the most despised and looked down upon men Somehow professions. unbelievably loyal to you. And has now become ben knighted, and he's gotten everything. So he's 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 good. He's, he's enjoying, enjoying it. Right. right. He's doing all. And so, but he's Bronn's still. fucking peaked, yo. Like, he's his still showing up real. at your place. Yeah. And like, what's up? What do you need? Right. Like, what? Whereas Shay is more, here. More, and more, and more, more, more. Bronn is like, yo, can I just enjoy like my knighthood i that, just wanted to go and get my dick on that was and, like, you know i got knighted like a week ago can i like you know celebrate still thanks but yeah great inductee thanks, wonderful Julian. we also got an inductee from karen and hey, for Tyrion karen. too she says oh Tyrion, i wish he would have given up on shay he knows it will end bad but he's thinking with his cock I have a listener. F- uh, oh my god! Get your shit together. Bro. I have a question for you guys and any listener. Listeners, listen up. Listen. Karen's asking a question. Do we ever think Shay actually loves Tyrion? My first time I read the books, I did, but now I don't think so. Okay, so I believe we got into this pretty heavy actually back in some Clash of Kings episodes. Right. Um, I th- and I. Th- I'm not sure that I'm still as fond as I was on my belief <laughs> then because I was very, you know, support the the sex workers very much so there as well. But the more we get to know her, the more I do believe she's just acting in her own self-interest. Because yep. even in this chapter, it was – I and I know she has a somewhat valid point, but she was very quick to, all right, Lawless might wake up. I got to go. Bye. Yeah. Like – Mm. Yeah, and when he tells her no, it's just she get he gets icy, sullen courtesy all night. Like. And how quick she goes from oh yes, no, you're my lion, I lo- you're great giant. Woo. Okay, uh, Simon says that he can do things with his tongue that you've <laughs> never done. Yeah, and like so yeah, no, I just, don't think there was ever any love none from Shay. from me whatsoever. I don't think so either. And she says, ha ha ha, our first mention of Cersei fucking Osmond Kettleblack. Yes. So juicy, so good. Inductee King Magor the Cruel for his secret tunnels and hidden pathways all through the Red Keep. He may have been a brutal murderer, but he got some shit done. I he really, did. I really wanted to steal your inductee because he was so cool. Yeah, uh, thank you, Karen. That was a great inductee. Yeah. Magor the Cruel. And, of course, we received a raven from the yes. Dreadfort. 
And Corey says, hello, it was a nice little reunion with Tyrion and Varys, both trading insults like brothers do. Mm-hmm. What? You fucking douche. I don't insult. It's so difficult to, uh, that douche was aimed at Nate, not you, Corey. Whoa, ease up on Corey, It's man. so difficult to read Varys. I hope Martin writes a few POV, Varys POV chapters, just to get an idea of how he thinks. I feel that's been confirmed to not been happening. Happening. Did he? I think he, he said the two would be Littlefinger and Varys that he won't because, because they you know, know too, too much. much. Yeah, yeah, I believe. I um, mean, who knows? Maybe in Dream Spring or right. The end, could, like, I mean, it's Martin. Yeah, it would so. be lovely, but who knows? Shay is really pissing me off, my brother. <laughs> you are a whore. Give me a break. You want to be a guest at the royal wedding? Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Tyrion. If she won't listen, give her a few golden dragons and kick her to the curb. For such a smart dude, he's a complete idiot when it comes to female relationships. Need to start thinking with the other head. This week's inductee goes to Varys. Not only is he the master of whispers, but also the original Houdini. Please, Tyrion, be kind to Pod. He might be the only friend when all, your only friend when all of King's Landing wants your head on a spike. Corey from the Dreadfort. Corey! Uh, so, Lord Varys for Corey, Lady Varys for me. Excellent, excellent inductee. Magor the Cruel. Magor we the got Cruel. some Loris Tyrell. Thank you, uh, Corey, Julian, Karen. We appreciate it so much when you, you guys Shay. send in your inductees. Yeah, fuck you, Shay. I'll yeah. throw one in there. I also want to say fuck you, Tyrion. Uh, right, this yeah. This one as well. And this one. Um, You're being dense. Just to, you know, keep things regular, fuck you, Theon. Fuck you, Theon. And fuck you, Jorah. And Jorah, fuck uh, you, Jorah. Yeah, all right. All right, cool. So we got Covered the fuck em. yous out of the way. We, uh, if it, you would like to give us your inductees, as uh, those lovely listeners did, you can do so. You can write us an email like all of them did. That it would be our without manners brotherhood at gmail.com. You can check our socials, facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. I'm on Twitter at manners without. Zach's on Twitter sometimes at carstark92. Yep. We are all over the internet. Fucking Podbean, Stitcher, Breaker, um, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm not going to name any more because I can't think of any more, and that's the only reason. Just because, like, the world's shit right now, and I want to just, you know, have some fun, go watch the new fucking Animaniacs trailer because it looks oh, really God, cool. Yeah, dude, looks and, sick. like, you know, if you were, like, 90s kids cartoons like Nate and I were, then, like, Go check it out because it looks really fucking cool. Right. So I also want to give a big shout out to all you motherfuckers on the YouTube. Yo, YouTube. Um, we have a new subscriber over there, Azuz. Uh, Little Miss Haven has been leaving comments, and we read them all. We don't always necessarily have time to comment back. Appreciate them yeah, so we much. Love you we on see YouTube. You so we much. see you. Um, so join us next time. We're going to be reading. Aria too. Yeah, and check us out on Patreon. We're right. going to be getting some stuff. Patreon.com slash Without Manners. We, I think, are about, I think that's about it. Did we have, do I have anything else I'm supposed to be plugging? Let me think. Hold on, I'm thinking about it because I'm the one that does all the fucking legwork around coming here, real soon. Yeah, so I've already, we have sent out the messages to set the date. They uh, need oh, to check their schedule. We've got to set the date. And so <laughs> once they get back to us... We will let you know. Until then, I think we're going to wrap up this another wonderful episode of Brotherhood Without Manners. Inductees for Aria 2, and we will catch you on the flippity flop. Va-va-va-va-va-va-la-da-harris! Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-p